adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast. This is the Double Nickel episode. Uh, oh, I had double nickels Did down. You write it? I was going to say that. Took it from you. Episode 55. Uh, I'm Mike Prelly. This is my co host, Dave Regina. CV on the ones and twos with the audio and visual. Uh, and on No Snooze, we document our journey to be better as fathers, husbands, and professionals. Uh, and today I'm coming in super hot. I would love to talk about a current event to kick us off Bitcoin. Okay. Which has been in the news. I've ignored it forever. Um, I want to talk about Google. Okay. I want to talk, obviously, body fat loss. Beautiful. Because we are in the last push, and I'm getting a little nervous. We're getting low. My cortisol, which is stress, has skyrocketed. Yep. Because I'm like, we only have this much time. And I've just been talking about it and replaying it in my head. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to touch on decision making. Beautiful. Do you like that lineup? I, I love it. You should. You came up with it. And so. I, will th- <laughs> I, will, I will throw some... You know, jabs, jabs. in, okay. jab, jab, right hook to to throw us off. Um, I got some some good stuff in here as well. So you want to start with Bitcoin? Uh, talk to me. One, do you know where Bitcoin is at today? I uh, it's probably like fifty four. It moves a lot. Fifty four thousand. Fifty four thousand a coin right okay. now. Is that? Can we confirm Google? I could look up quick. Can Hold we on. can we get a Google on that? Um, and the only thing personally for me with Bitcoin, and it's not a knock to anybody that invests because clearly every uh, a lot of people are making a ton of money on it. And I believe that. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is part of the future. It's it's very obvious. What is that? What does it say? 51,000. 51, so 51, right. This thing has jumped. I mean, you're talking 20,000 even in the past 30 days probably. And I want to give a special shout out to um, Angelo, Modern yep. Moolah. Yes. He has his uh, YouTube channel. I've watched a little bit of his stuff. This has been kind of a culmination of mm-hmm. a lot of research, but yep. go ahead. So do you own yes. any Bitcoin? No. So personally, and what I was going to say is personally, I don't. I, what, that's why I was saying it's not a knock to anybody because I respect what everybody is doing, especially one of my best friends, Angelo LaRoche. Yes. He's been killing it with Tesla, Bitcoin, putting out a lot of good content there. Uh, but for me, I'm not knowledgeable enough on it. And Love I it. don't have the time in my – again, you can always make time for things you want to make time for. We, we, we set ourselves up right? where we say stuff and then we say something against it and then we correct ourselves. No, it's the truth though. No, it is. Right? Like, to me, you. in my head, I don't have time to be researching – and doing Bitcoin stuff, even though it could potentially make me a lot of money. Yeah. I have my money invested in a lot of other things, um, especially through the job with my deferred compensation. Yep. That, that's yep. something that I have, um, I mean, I studied for years. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point now that I even give our team, you know, the training on deferred compensation. So I Love invest in, in the stock market, mm-hmm. um, but Bitcoin specifically, just being transparent, I think it's going to be huge, clearly. Um, and I think cryptocurrency is the future. I'm just behind on that. Which I totally respect, and I'm in kind of the same boat. Uh, but the, and I want to preface this by saying uh, we have chapters. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, and then you could jump around on our topics because some people, your eyes might be glazing over uh, with the Bitcoin talk. So you can jump to the PodBot if you want to hear about our beautiful washboard abs. Um, <laughs> and this is not investing advice. I've seen a lot of videos and a lot of disclosures. We no. do not give investing advice. We don't claim to. We're just going to tell you what we personally think yep. um, in no efforts to kind of manipulate or uh, condemn you guys doing it. That being said, 
So I had a uh, a vision shift on what Bitcoin and the whole technology and the movement is about. Okay. Um, I follow millennial money. I follow a couple big people that are younger uh, millionaires that made their money through YouTube and real estate. Because mm-hmm. my thought is like, if I'm following their trajectory, they're seeing things and adjusting a little ahead of me. And even yep. if I'm late, 90% of the people aren't watching them are going to be a little later than I am, right? Right. Um, because once everyone knows, then no one knows. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I think you said is really smart is that it's the whole everything I buy, I plan on holding forever, right? Yep. I'm not in the day trading space. Something I love about real estate is that when you buy it, it's a long-term investment. You yes. can try to flip things, but the longer your trajectory for investment in general, the easier it is to make money, right? right? In theory. The other thing is if you have a hard asset, then you're able to borrow money against it in the future. So not only is it, you know, you're building equity, but you also have kind of this little savings account mm-hmm. that you can pull from in case of emergency, in case of an additional investment. You never want to over leverage yourself. Yep. I don't want to get too complicated, but that's like my general theory. Real estate is still my North Star, but I'm kind of at the position in my career where I have a little extra cash or we have a little extra cash. We're getting ready to buy our next property, which is in its own account. Mm-hmm. And then I have this other money where I'm watching the market print money left and right, which in theory is burning up all my money, right? So I'm not saying it's a ton of money, but I don't like to lose money. And there's a book, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. The whole concept is like, make your money, make money. That's the whole thing. Cash is just, it's good. It has value, but the more that's printed, and you can see it in the sales prices of houses, the less valuable the cash is. So people are trying to deploy it into an asset Mm -hmm. that if the market rises, the asset will rise. Um, who knows what's going to happen with the stock market? So Bitcoin, originally I thought it was just like another currency. And the whole thing I was looking at was like, is it a currency that's going to replace the dollar? The, the shift that's happened. And I mean, I'm not going to take credit for it, but like Elon Musk investing into it, a lot of big hedge funds investing into it. I started to watch some more episodes of just YouTube channels. There's a guy, BitBoy, who explains it. Yep. And basically what I took from it is that it's a basically buying like digital property, right? Bitcoin is the uh, golden boy of the crypto craze mm-hmm. and the original. The thing that Bitcoin has that Bitcoin has, excuse me, that real estate has that I like is there's a finite amount, right? There's a finite amount of land. So when scarcity is available and demand is increasing the prices are going to increase it's just like yeah, basic economics then i heard a billionaire talk about it and he's like listen think about this he goes if i told you manhattan there's each plot of land is bitcoin mm-hmm. right one and there's a finite amount of 121 million and every year someone loses their key to their lot of land and that can never be found again so he's like technically the scarcity is going up not only because they're discovering more coins every year and putting them into the system but it's getting harder to mine them and people are losing them at a crazy rate. Yep. So it's like just looking at it in that sense, if Bitcoin is still like if enough companies buy into it and it becomes like the dollar, then those people like an Elon Musk is not going to let it go to zero. Right. Of course. So that kind of made well, you me saw like, once he invested in Bitcoin, what happened? Yeah. So my thoughts like, all right, so let's in theory say it's not going to go to zero. It could. Right. It could go to zero. Then I'm like, all right, well, what's interesting about it? So I started doing research. Basically, it's a faster way to, or not faster, a more efficient 
decentralized way to transfer monies, mm-hmm. right? So in my head, I'm like, well, I was really interested in gold before all of this took place, and I had some of it. My issue was storing it, and I was like, gold, like, I can't, tr- like, if I go to Puerto Rico and flee the States with my family, it's very difficult to get gold across borders. Bitcoin solves that because you can literally just pick it up wherever mm-hmm. you're going, and it's not controlled by the government if you if you're truly taking it off a platform so I'm like but that's speaking of gold yeah yeah right gold is not even i mean bitcoin is not even close to where gold is though as far as what in terms of the investment and the longevity of gold like gold has been around forever if you Absolutely. listen and if you Absolutely. listen to tony robbins right yeah like, i like tony robbins i love gold uh, uncle tony gold if go look at the numbers i don't want to speak wrongly on the numbers no no but the trajectory of where gold has gone is not even close to where... In bit, a good way or bad way? Uh, it'd be better to, in the long haul, invest in the gold for those who have done it. Yeah, and I'm right? not saying... Versus I'm... new Bitcoin. And the problem is with our millennium, I guess our... Um, millennials? Millennials. Millennials. Millennium school. Yeah, millenni- millennium money. I millennium Falcons. Right. Um, millennials, we... I mean, gold is old money, right? So here's, Bitcoin is ready? new money. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to... And I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just trying to give you facts. Mm-hmm. Because this kind of what happened to me. Because I was... I was never against Bitcoin, but I was yep. like, I just don't have the time to learn it. Uh, and then some things happen financially where I'm like, listen, I need to figure it out because I don't want to get left behind. And a small investment, a small amount of my portfolio, the risk is low Yes, if I burn it. Agreed. But the risk, the reward is super high mm-hmm. if it could go to where oh, people yeah, speculate, right? The first so, $100,000 coin. So gold, right? right? It's all, a lot of it's old money. Do, you, do we have any of our friends that have gold? Any of our friends, that and have I, and gold. we'll never. I'm I never going to disclose know. the amount of stuff. Yep. I'll do like percentages, right? Um, so I mean, on a small level, yeah, yes, a couple, couple, people, right? yeah, yeah. What do you think's easier for people to wrap their head around? Learning a little bit of Bitcoin or Absolutely. learning how to buy gold? Which I've done it, and it's just as clunky. Yep. As it, Coinbase, you hop on an app, mm-hmm. you punch in what you want. There is yep. a settlement date, but then the gold, or the uh, bitcoins in your in your thing. Absolutely. So here's. So an, I agree with you on that. Here's another thing, right? So I'm like, all right, well, gold. Our era is probably going to go Bitcoin over gold. That's yes, my guess. A hundred percent. Then on top of that, some people with gold, they're going to be like, I don't want to. To store gold is very expensive. Yep. <laughs> um, and I don't know all these details. I'm just speculating. Store gold's expensive. To transfer, it's difficult. Bitcoin's a lot easier, right? So I could see them moving, and a lot of money from gold has moved into Bitcoin because people are starting to see it as a uh, a, a, um, a store of value versus a currency. Yes. Something you could pull against, an asset. Yes, Like an asset. real estate. Yep, correct. So then I'm like, all right, so if it's technically like a little more efficient than gold, there's a finite amount, people are losing it every year, and people are starting to learn it every year. Mm-hmm. And the national, the the big banks are starting to uh, put out what's called stablecoin. So stablecoin is basically the digital version of the dollar, right? Correct. In the short term. So I'm like, all right. So when you go to your bank and someone's like, all right, here's uh, cash. You can put your money in a regular savings account, or you can put it in a, this digital currency mm-hmm. that gives you interest because they're trying to push people towards that way. Yep. Everyone's gonna be like, well, I'll take the six, seven percent over two or mm-hmm. one. So I'm like, oh wow, like that could be wild. Like if the banks start pushing that, yep. that's going to be insane. And even even um, I mean, local vendors are accepting Bitcoin now. You well, see that? Yeah, the the that's on a of, that's on the actual currency basis. Yeah, you know that what stuff's I mean? interesting. Like yep. I know Tesla's accepting. That's mm-hmm. all cool. So all of this stuff I'm thinking about. I'm like, you know what? Like if if I 
personally think on all these things that I've heard about yep. that if you take a long position in Bitcoin, I think it's cheap right now because of the 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 majority of people you ask aren't in it, don't have it. There's a finite amount and it's getting harder every year. The big thing that actually got me being like, wow, I need to jump in and start deploying. Uh, it's called uh, cost averaging where you just buy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a little every week or day. Yep. Um, this guy was saying like, listen, every four years, there's a clear cycle that happens between those years. It's crazy volatile, which we've seen. Uh, but he's like every four years, usually there's a big movement because the algorithm, whatever they made, it's like a math equation says that it gets, you know, cuts the profits in half. So it gets twice as more difficult to mine it is my understanding. So okay. every four years they're theorizing that it's going to double in price. Yep. So I'm like. If you told me in five years, if I put in whatever X, it's going to double, I'm like, okay, so I'll put in a little bit. I'll put it into a uh, BlockFi, which allows you, this really put me over the edge, gives you 6% on your money mm -hmm. if you just store it with them. So you could buy it right on there, and keep then it in there, and it's 6%. adding 6%, right? On every top year. of that, every year, every it's like a monthly, it's APY, but it comes out to six gotcha. a year. Gotcha, yep. On top of that, they let you borrow $100,000 out of your Bitcoin. So I'm like, I could have this kind of hedged like bet. If the money goes to zero, mm -hmm. burn it. Or, you know, who cares? But also, it could be an asset in the future where I'm borrowing against because they're just going to keep adding amount of money you can pull as it stabilizes. And I'll have this whole other asset that I can pull money out of and buy actual real estate with. Beautiful. Which is, so that's kind of the big game plan. Yep. I'm not saying go do it, but I'm saying <laughs> mark my words today yep. is going to be I started. Mm -hmm. So I'll slowly be deploying, you know, anywhere from like one to two percent of my portfolio. Um, and the whole point of this is that it took me a while to get to this decision. But I, I caught myself being like, I, I don't you know, I don't, it's, I'm, it's too complicated, it's too mm -hmm. complicated. And in my head, I'm like, well, that's what the Internet was. It was too complicated to put their head around. Oh, yeah. People will definitely get left behind. And and potentially, see, for me... But I think there's a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely time. Yeah. I think you had a nice discussion just did now. Did that make sense? It did, all? for sure. Um, I'm happy to become knowledgeable. Yeah. Again, I, would say I don't... Look at it. Again, I don't know anything about it. I personally invest about 12% of my income in my portfolio. So I'm not at a place right now that I'd be willing to take a bunch of extra risks, yep. right? Yep. Like I like to stay in my lane and kind of hone that and be consistent with that flow. Again, I can, and very well knowingly, that I know that I could be put out, you know, tomorrow yep. and made, made a really bad decision, talk about decision making, and yep. not investing. But that's a risk that I'm willing to yeah, take yeah. because I'm not losing anything by not doing that. I'm still consistently investing in my other things. But I like what you're saying. I think if people want to take the, uh, I don't want to say advice, but the no, the advice. information, the Info. information that you're putting out, my, I think my, it's great. My plea is to try to learn about it. I think some stuff where it's uh, the thing. The thing that I worry about the dollar is they can just print it. Mm -hmm. So the coins that don't have a finite amount, yep. where people can just keep making it, worry me. Gotcha. So I'm sticking to the poster boy that if you're a novice investor and you want to dip your toe into it, like our parents. Mm -hmm. People that go to those bank accounts yep. and hear about stablecoin, I think they're going to go to the poster boy, yeah. the one with the best marketing, which is Bitcoin. Yeah, and I have a lot of friends that are doing extremely well on Bitcoin. Extremely I, well. I think you if know? a lot of people can hold off on using the coin and see it as an asset mm -hmm. over a means of money yep. to buy things, I think they'll do well. 
but it's going to be hard because there's going to be a lot of fortunes made. Funny, you're bringing back the, uh, you are now the fitness, I mean the finance of, of the it's full circle, but it's, uh, it's just go. something, honestly, I've been thinking about a short, stuff. short thing on Google, yeah. so I don't want to Google th- do it. I'm also thinking about little, uh, you know, I have a lot, we do index funds because it's, again, just kind of a long-term play. Yep. There's a dividend that is, uh, and compound interest happens, but I want to go into uh, Google once the market corrects, if it corrects, uh, but I'll start dollar, dollar cost averaging to that. And the reason why is I'm going to ask you two questions. Go ahead. What's the number one search engine in the world? The number one search engine in the world, Google. What's the second search engine in the world? Uh, oh, no. I don't know. YouTube. Mm. YouTube, okay. Who owns both? Google. Google. Yeah. So they are the number one. Do you one. know what Google is? It's, uh, I mean, the, the ticker? The term Google. I don't. So Google, Google is an infinite amount of numbers okay it's a number that's so big that's pretty good um it, it he i know exactly where he knows that from from you <laughs> oh, okay i gave that to Side our story. staff to put on the board oh, all really? around all around the it's building i love that, i love that he, learning that stuff. that he consumed uh, that information but google they like people are like what is google right like what what is that it's a number that's so large you really can't even comprehend it so makes I, sense because you type something in google and you have i don't know what the price is on google but compared to a lot of its counterparts mm-hmm. i see it as like a stable place uh, YouTube, I, I I think YouTube might pass the Google search engine for at some the future, point. right? Yeah, be, just because people are visual, the amount of fortunes that have been made on YouTube this year oh, because everyone crazy. was stuck home is. What's old. the youngest person? Four years David, old or something? It's wild. Well, that's why I love what you're doing with with YouTube. Man. We're getting there. It's except for bills. I have a question. Why do you put googly eyes on us every episode on <laughs> Don't YouTube? Do well, <laughs> dude, does it they do? do is well. it a thing? Did you see my I message to you the other day? No. I was asking. I'm like, why do we always have the goofiest eyes on YouTube? I've like one time you put bagels, one time you put uh, coins. I literally just this put, one will, will be bitcoins on the eyes. <laughs> I look what what hits and <laughs> like. The couple, t- I don't know if it's that <laughs> reason, but a couple times yeah. that does well. Yeah, all right. So. I was just curious about it. Um, so no. those are my two like things good I've stuff. been thinking about. I love it, man. This is good, uh, good stuff. I'm curious to know, um, you know, keep us updated as you dive delve into the the journey of Bitcoin. Again, something yep. that I'm super interested in, uh, but at this time, I'm not willing to pull. My, I don't have enough funding yeah, yeah, to absolutely. pull my money out of where it's already invested. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a risk that I'm willing to take because I could very well in 20 years from now be like, damn, you know, I should have done Well, in simple Bitcoin. terms, right? If you have a little extra cash, my thought is like, if someone told me you can earn 6% yep. and then there's an upside of potential, it sounds scammy, but an upside of, you know, a million dollars a coin oh, at some course. point. If I can accumulate one coin yep. in the whole time, like over... Absolutely. You know, the next four years before there's a potential bump. Mm-hmm. As far as using that asset to buy other things with, I think it's interesting. Yeah. I think blockchain, the the technology behind it, will take over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I just can't see banks saying, all right, we're going to use Bitcoin to pay things. Yep. But I can see people forever saying, screw the man, I'm owning Bitcoin. Or it could go to zero. And or then, it could go to zero, <laughs> and then this whole conversation it. will click. I'll be like, I was wrong. No, but it's all good. I love the information. Um, so switching over to the fitness piece. Yeah, let's right? get a little that, fitness. That was finance. Let's go PodBot update. That was a good one. That was that, fun, that whole section. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I, I love things that I can become knowledgeable on. Again, you know that I'm invested in a... In a, um, I guess a plethora of, of yeah, things. you're a lot more diverse than I am. So I'm like, well, you know what, I gotta look at. Now that. that you're bringing this finance piece, something for me, especially in being in public service, it's kind of funky to talk about. Oh, Real estate is one thing, but yeah, like yeah. then for me to get specific about my index funds and well, not know. we don't have to get specific. No, just, but uh, just but I also overall wanna... theories and uh, philosophies. Yes, I yes, and I, I I do I do like that. Um, so 
a low number that we're looking to get to. I mean, we were talking about, listen, 10% on your money is great. But 10% body fat is even better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's the goal. We're striving for this 10%. I um, got back on the in-body, and my results were, I was happy with them, but I did decrease in weight, mm -hmm. lost half a pound of muscle, mm -hmm. right? Actually, almost, no, almost a full pound from my last, from my last uh, weigh-in. Could be to do with the timing of the weigh-in. Yeah, that's always tricky. Which is okay. I'm okay with it. But then the the body fat decreased from 11.7 down to 11.3. So I'm still Beautiful. trending downward. Yeah, which, which is, is the right which way. is the goal. Um, 55 workouts into my 200 and what was it? 260. 52 know. times. 247. I thought. Is it? I thought you put like an odd number. I don't remember being like a, a well, round what is, number. No, I could be wrong. What is 50 times? Yeah, calculator me, please. I could be very wrong. 52 times five workouts a week. Dude, it's 260 oh, yeah. workouts, right? There can't be a seven yeah. in there. 260 workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. You know better than I know. Just... Uh, yeah, so 55 workouts in. The problem is we only have 33 days to go, Michael. That's a big problem for me. So um, you're close. Like, what do you think? Are you like, I got this in the bag? 10% I got in the bag. If I don't get it in the bag, I might jump off a bridge. But, um, <laughs> um, but no, I'm kidding, kidding aside there. But... Um, I expect myself to definitely get to ten percent. If I don't, that would be an extreme disappointment. Again, I wouldn't consider it a failure because I, I would. I would consider it a failure. No, because I started out at you know fourteen, and if I'm getting down and I lost everything and I was I came in at ten two, I'm still way lower than what I was. To me, it's, it's failing, progress, but it's you failed a goal. No, but failing. I love how he doesn't like failing. Is giving up to be like yeah. no. I, I to me failing. I'm in control of failure. Within your time frame, you gave your smart goal. Mm -hmm. Smart doesn't extend past. The time, but I can You're set the a, one who says that. Yeah, no, it's a timeline, but I can it's adjust the T. But you, that's then that's not a goal because you don't have a time. I didn't achieve the goal. Yes, I, not you, you not about failed fa at nah, achieving the goal. I don't goal. like. I'm not, look I'm up never definition of fail. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll I, I look at my that. But to, anyway, uh, so come back stronger. Anything short of ten would be a fall. Um, but you are confident that you're going to hit it. Yes. Okay. Uh, special shout out to my guy Mike at GNC. Just didn't want to Mike forget. or Manny? Mike. Manny's uh, Fridays. Oh. Mike was Saturdays. <laughs> Manny, Manny Fridays yeah. and Mike on Mike Saturday. Saturday. I didn't get there Friday. Beautiful. Uh, I forget what happened. but Yes. But so, anyway, any, how, any how other new uh, wrinkles to the workouts? No. So um, wrinkles to the workout. Diet no. looks good. Your diet looks diet, solid. Well, my diet, it's easy. I got to be honest you. With got you got that Sammy with the- uh, it, Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been copying you, but I, I go smoke Sammy. It's too easy. I'm not cooking. The diet itself is too easy. Talk about decision making. I've come to the conclusion that 80 to 85% of my decisions are already made. Yeah. Right? Which is like the, I get, your, that's, your, that's the your way- Your processes that, yes. are in place where your decision making is limited, where- that stacks the chips in your favor. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know, just in every aspect of my life. But Any cheat days? Again, the systems. Uh, last week, what did I have? I think we did pizza. I do pizza every week uh, just because that's that's like if I could have one cheat, I think I would just love to smash pizza. Smash pizza you know? is an aggressive um, terminology. But uh, I, I think uh, mom is going to come over on the weekend, might make a, a pot of gravy. Okay. Um, and again, gravy is different than sauce because gravy includes meat, right? She put a little ribs in there. She put some meatballs, some sausage. Um, you know. So are you increasing anything into the end of this, or you're just kind of staying steady? So what I'm doing is making sure that I hit my level of protein, mm. which happens to be around 300 grams for for the day. I thought I was eating less. <laughs> which happens to be at 300 grams for the day. Um, carbs, a little less than 100 right now. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm on target from really where I was, but just tightening. You're tightening everything, everything and then at, at two weeks out. 
I will get on that in body. See, and this it, is what I want to say. And if I need to make an adjustment, the adjustment that I will make is burning an additional 300 calories at night. So you'll add that second workout. I would add that. Not a workout. That would be a that would be like a low intensity thing. Yeah, yeah. Which right? you know um, I'm a big fan. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we will see. You know, and will you kinda, do that on the bike or we'll you kind of like gauge it? Yeah, no, I would uh, either do it on the on the treadmill okay. or on the bike. Okay. I like that. I like the strategy. Um I'm confident in you. Uh, we talked about the cheat meal. I uh, I got hit with a double header last week until mm, Mike sent you. Yep. I we I double booked by accident. <laughs> ended up with a Nashville hot chicken sandwich called the OG Heat at Garden Catering. Wow, the best, the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. You know, not for nothing, CV. How, I'm hundred percent. Are you getting a little offended by all this food talk? And he doesn't bring us anything. Well, right? it's oh, not, CV's it's not, not on, on brand. Today. I think you can hear me from far away. No, I don't it's think not so. on brand. So that was the first one. Yep. So it was a, always on brand, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was a hot. Um, that was a spicy menu item. Then right after, I had a uh, pork tacos at uh, El Chalito. My Ooh. guy Carlos hooked me up. Nicest guy of all Carlos time. Carlos at El Chalito. Yeah, I'm going there just because little of the name. dive spot in Riverside. You would never know. It's there. I didn't know he was there. Authentic. He's like, listen, this is authentic. He said authentic, authentic. Mexican food, and he he hooked me up with some hot sauce. So hot. Ooh. That's how I knew it was good. I'm like, this is my guy. Food was phenomenal. Brought home a uh, a torta. A torta. For Dana, steak torta. No. Un- uh, unbelievable. I had a unbelievable day of eating. I love it. Uh, but never doing it back to back again. I like, <laughs> couldn't see straight. So Friday, so sa- that's why I waited in Saturday, right? Yep. So I'm like, let me weigh in Saturday. Give myself a little more time to snap back. I still, with that day, dropped to 15.1. Let so go. I wasn't at 15, so I went from 15.7. Yep. I was really hoping for 15. When it broke 15, I was like, oh, all is lost. But then it that's stopped right. at one, and I'm like, I'm back. That's, that's beautiful. I'm back. See, I, but again, that goes to my point of like, in your mind, if you if you set yourself up for failure being a negative thing, you might use it as motivation. Yes. For me, I don't, I don't thrive off of hearing a fail because I want to be in control of the fail. If I quit, that's when I fail. So I agree with you. So uh, – I've stick stuck, excuse me, stuck to my rules that yep. I talked about last week. If you haven't watched, go watch. Beautiful. And instead of watching the fitness stuff, I've been watching the Bitcoin stuff. Nice. And that's why it's made space for a little of that. Um, Wait, you were watching Bitcoin stuff? We couldn't tell. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, what else happened? So yeah, same stuff. Uh, like we said last time, I'm upping the uh, the steps yep. to 15 a day. I have not hit it because my watch died two days because I'm not. It's not used to just the the steam coming off from steps. <laughs> I got you. Um, I tried to put in 10 before the episode today, but Livy woke up a little early. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna if I, I have to hit one percent a week to get there, and that's including the final weigh-in. If I'm like at 11, I, the next weigh-in has to be 10. I have one shot to get there, unless I put in a phenomenal week where like I drop two because work's insane. I don't eat and yep. I'm just walking constantly and mm-hmm. somehow retain muscle. So, kind of looking for a big uh, momentum change, like in a football game, it'd be a pick six okay. to bring the momentum back. Okay. Uh, so this weigh-in, the next weigh-in, some would say would be the most important. And uh, I don't know if I want to do it with my guy Manny or my guy Mike, or Ooh, I might call them and say, tough, I need both of you to show up because I need decision. you this month. So I'm excited. I'm stressed. I'm worried. That's awesome. And we also have a uh, potential partnership coming up with yes. uh, with GNC, so that's that's 
pretty good news. So I was talking this guy's ear off for like 20 minutes, <laughs> and he's like, wait, you do what? You what podcast, this and that? And he's nice. like, I checked it out. I really liked it, et cetera, et cetera. Beautiful. I told him your numbers, and he almost his head almost exploded. Because he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and I still look like shit. No. Well, <laughs> did you figure out how much uh, body fat you have on you? No, I what didn't do pounds? that. I didn't do that. Goddamn, look it up. I, I should. I should. Um, I saw Pump Daddy. What's it? Oh, Pump to the Pump Max. To the max. Pump, Pump Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Pump Daddy <laughs> seemed better. Yeah, that is pretty good. Pump Daddy. Yeah, uh, I got to check in with him. He gave you the shout out, though. I saw him, and he was like, yo, I'm counting on you. And he's got some big-ass muscles. So he, dude, what did I say to him? Dude said, is really counting on you. He's cut up, too. And he was talking to my dad. Yeah, so. And he's he's got two kids. Hilarious. He was talking right? to my dad, and my dad's like, what percent? Because he's curious. He's trying to get a reference. 5%. No, no. He goes, what are you at right now? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm probably floating around 10, 11, somewhere in there. But he's like, when I uh, when I get serious and I cut down for the beach, I'll, like six, five. Ooh. And my dad's just like, oh, yeah, it's tough. He it's says tough. it casually, though, but he said, which I kind of believe, and you, you're a testament to that. Once you get down to like a certain level, if you can maintain it for an extended period of time, that mm-hmm. next push, you're yep. just like resetting the bar. Yeah, I'm just no? struggling. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree for sure. And I'm not a huge look. I mean, genetics play a factor in it. Right, I do have a genetic meatball. That's that's. See, I think I'm a genetic freak. I've never just explored. I have that. I have a genetic meatball going on. Um, Is it's that just, your stomach? It's just in my blood. Yeah, like I always have a little, um, little, a little. Something to grab here. Well, that's even what if the I'm 10% at ten percent. Yeah, but even if I'm at ten percent, that's what my wife said. So I was I was stripped down the other day, and okay. <laughs> giving, okay. giving you the visual. And she came over and she did the old school like Grabbed squeezing. It all over right it's crazy and she's like you know this is crazy your your 11 percent is just sitting right here and it's right on the gut i'm like i'm like thanks babe but it's the, it's the truth so. so my guy paul Ravello, who i follow religiously now uh in one of his episodes i watched a month ago uh-huh. he talks about like you you plateau as far as where the 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 fat pulls from gotcha and he's like from like you know the little he's like it doesn't really make a difference and then all of a sudden boom it's just it like goes. everything beautiful so i'm hoping that for you um, you had mentioned Livy before. Yes. The girls had a great outing, right? Pretty funny. I was working all day that so was day. I, yeah. I mean, like I could, I didn't even really get to the messages. The one that I saw was <laughs> Livy actually getting her ears pierced. Yeah, beautiful. She handled it phenomenal with her partner Callie right by her side. Callie was just watching. Um, but I, I heard that your daughter is just so well behaved and so mild mannered. And my daughter was in this restaurant when they were having oh, lunch, heard, yeah. having a fit. She came back from the bathroom, Karina said. Like, she went in this little, like, closet of a bathroom, wherever they were, to change her, and it was dark. She said when she came back, like, one, she had throw up, and she had peed, and she went all crazy. She came back and stuck both of her legs in the same same leg hole. Yeah. And meanwhile, Livy's just kind of, like, chilling there, and my daughter's uh, running amok. Makes sense. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. I, you know, parenting, it's, yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> um, we see who's doing a better job No, but job that was here. a great... I was also working, yep. and I kept seeing the videos. Yes, in. yeah. So those are very fun now, having... Something to not look forward to, but you know, something to break up the day where yep. you like sit down. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. I'm looking forward to their first birthday because hopefully we'll do something it's around combined the outside yeah. for the friends and you know get their friends together, their That's one the year corner. old friends. Depending um, on what happens with the pandemic, yes, uh, you know, obviously it's going to be limited. Yep. But absolutely, um, fun times though. I mean, I, <laughs> Callie is she's giving high five. She's doing bye bye. Yes, she, <laughs> I'm trying to get the daddy. The, I saw the daddy this the, morning. The dad dad is yeah. that she kind of goes yeah 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 yeah, but then she'll slip a dad dad dad. So, See when I okay. when Livy says dada, I want no like question that she said that. Right now it's questionable. <laughs> I got. Like, you. She'll be like yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah is that, that it? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. Um, good stuff. Work wise, right? We had spoke about uh, Black History Month. 
you gave me great advice. How'd it go? Right, it was good, but I took one. I I did take the uh, question piece into account um, and kind of ended with that. How'd it but go? It was great. It was really good. Um, I still haven't seen the footage back. Kind of waiting for it to circulate a little bit. Um, so I don't know. I I Are think you worried to watch it. This is a no. Nah, I, I I'm excited for it. Yeah, but. New new little segment here. I, anytime I have like a little public speaking engagement, I'll come to you. We'll prep and and ask you. So this is now now getting very serious. Um, March twelfth, you know, will be pretty much one year from when our facility in our town really shut down because of COVID to the public. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to mention some of the really good work that was done on behalf of the team. Um, Love it. So we're putting together a one year of remembrance. Um, kind of event, right? So I'm going to be opening that up mm-hmm. verbally, right? So any pointers for, for that before I get to the uh, good work that was done over so the what, past year? So what's the game plan? So it's a year of remembrance, yeah. right? So it's going to be like basically like a candlelit ceremony. And you're talking during I'm it? talking. I'm, I'm introducing the event. Okay. Um, so obviously one is a recap of kind of what was done for the community. But I also don't want this to be something that is just um, – remembrance and of those that we lost i do want to end with something positive Positive. to move forward this is how i would do it like a hype video for (laughs) a like ufc fight they start with ripping the band-aid off they start with you know maybe you list out the events pandemic this shuts down this shuts down this shuts down you know this many lives lost and maybe you and we still do a moment of silence then once the moment of silence over then you build it back up and say you know Despite the adversity, we did this. This person did adversity. This, this person bring yeah, it. This person did this. This <laughs> the person pandemic. Did that. And then we when welcome it, it. It, you're ending it on a big send off, yeah. and then maybe there's something that wraps it all up that you said in the beginning that you repeat at the end. You know, pandem- pandemic not over, but con- you know something yeah. that gets everyone fired up. You end on a high note. Yeah, that's I, how it builds it up. Beautiful. This is this is great. Um, but Any speaking of, I like. so I, as I was now preparing for this one. I look back, over 5,000 meals distributed to our community That's members, wild. Right? It really is. We created new partnerships with Trader Joe's, ShopRite, um, Acme. Dude, Trader Joe's is a great... I don't can't oh, even yeah. afford Trader Joe's. But, yeah, see, you're I, giving meals away. I have all these um, community partnerships, but none of them want to jump on... I was going to say, no, Trader them, Joe's. They, they yeah. don't want to jump on um, no snooze. i stop and shop. Uh, but... Serious thank you to everybody that has contributed, whether you delivered one meal um, or you've been working with us the entire time on behalf of the entire team. Just want to acknowledge the good work and say thank you. Love that. And if I can throw in a couple plugs for the real estate stuff, uh, new listing at 325 King Street, 3B, walking distance to the train. Wow. Uh, downtown Porchester, wow. vibrant right in your, outside your door. Beautiful. Uh, 125. It's a co-op. So okay. the heat, hot water is included okay. in the monthlies. In ground pool, one bedroom or two bedroom, one bedroom, one bath. See, I struggle personally with one bedrooms just because. Yes, yeah, so this is a profile for like uh, young it, professional. It's very limited family but, without a kid or family with one. So yes, it's, it's in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So. But just for me personally, as an investor, oh, right? investor, like, yeah. This you know could be an investor with cops. Typically, it's not because yep. they have a lot of rules. More of a like a, a, a jumping off point. And just so you know, um, you know, obviously my mom still lives in Greenwich, yep. but my sister she moved to Stanford now, but Beautiful. she's looking to purchase her first place. Okay, like you doing? So this. yeah, yeah. So we're talking about um, you know some opportunities for her, whether it's a condo, small house, or something like that. She's been able to save some money, and mm-hmm. she's on her own now. So I'm I'm advising her again yeah great. what'd you tell her no Curious. just to make sure that she buys something that is at least two bedrooms yeah you can rent out in the future yeah uh, uh, but but for your case 
with that one bedroom, I mean, it'd be perfect for like my grandmother. It'd be perfect for yes. a young a young individual that's on their own that um, is looking for something, I guess, quick. Yep. quick to get into. Um, price point is phenomenal. Price almost. point you can't beat. You can't I mean, beat that. to get something, you know, you could throw a stone and hit the train. Yes. Uh, Bar Taco, all of your yep. favorite restaurants. Oh, Sands. Bar Taco. Yeah. Bar Taco. You, listen, you might get it. I just might. A, I might. Can we buy it as the Bar Taco? Um, but that one's out. Uh, a couple good closings. Uh, a hilarious story with a Tesla. Like, my client has a Tesla, but there's no outlet. They told us, uh, you know, that there was going to be an outlet. Didn't end up being an outlet there. So we have to run an extension cord, like, through the garage, <laughs> oh, through God. the ceiling and stuff. Yep. So I might be up in the ceiling later in the week helping my buddy. Nice. Um, so are you going to sell real estate on the podcast now? Well, I'm going to mention what's going on. Okay. Open houses, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, if it's okay with you. I Listen. Because I, I mean, I think naturally it's going to progress into you're going to have, inv- I mean, you already have investments. I'll have some. If we're being transparent about everything going on, yep. it'll be all encompassing. Um, other thing, I just want to shout out uh, Coach Tarantino. Uh, Coach I T. reconnected with him, and he mm-hmm. listened to the podcast last week. Beautiful. And he started sending me articles about uh, bodybuilders and, like, the diet. Yep. And then he ripped me on my uh, workout strategy. He's like, what are you doing triceps for? <laughs> He's like, triceps? You're you're in a suit all day. He, like, was mad. He's like, just compound movements. Just <laughs> and he knows his stuff. So yep. it was fun. Um, it's fun hearing people's philosophies on – your body and working up because yes. it varies so much. Yep, right? absolutely. Uh, Coach T, that brings back some yeah. high school days, right? Back in the day. That is awesome. Um, we need to move forward on – oh, so I had a other current events. One on a serious note. You saw what's going on in Texas. This will be real quick. Uh, um, ge- uh, roughly. So long story short, I mean, I have family over there. That's why I just want to acknowledge him. And um, Jake? Is Jake there? Jake is here, but he's from – yes, Jake's family See, is I remember Jake. From, That's my guy. From Texas. He's going to love that That's one. That's my guy. Uh, but, yes, my, my family and friends over in Texas, are, our hearts are with you. So, really, what they experienced was an um, energy crisis in Texas due to a winter storm that really – corrupted the entire system so basically the temperatures dropped to where it was freezing i mean people were putting on their sinks and water was freezing in the sinks people were dying Uh, there was an extreme amount of snow so what happened is everybody cranked their heat up in texas which they're not used to doing and And it overflowed the um, energy systems Mm. in the state and they still haven't really recovered Um, over in new york obviously we don't really deal with that because in the winter we crank heat as much as we want but for the majority of the year in texas you're not using you don't really even use heat like that um so you know hearts are with you guys and uh stay strong texas texas strong right like this is that right i think that's longhorn so i don't i mean yeah that's right that's there's a a couple teams in texas that that's man you gotta be careful ut other quick current event is a a kardashian Right, last season I hear. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Wait, is that true? <laughs> yeah, it's the yes. last season. They're going out with a bang. But Courtney, one of my favorite Kardashians. Courtney is the middle sister or she, the oldest? She's the oldest. Um, I like Chloe. She had. A I think big, the biggest she glow is up. the uh, she biggest glow up. Uh, Courtney, I think she she's had some plastic surgery, but not nearly as much as the other Kardashians. But she's dating Travi B. Travi B. Who's Travis that? Barker? Oh, the drummer. Right. So yeah. So she. I mean, Scott. Disick but isn't was one her, dating with Travis Scott? Travis Scott was Kylie, I think. And then you have Scott. So they have a, oh, they have yeah, a type, yeah, yeah, Travis yeah. But or Scott. Travis Barker. So I had to Google him the other day because I'm like, how old is this? Blink-182. All the small things. Right? Like that was literally the jam. You and look I, like you could be a drummer. I had to Google the year that it was, and that came out in the year 2000, Michael. We are getting old. Um, so the current event is just us being extremely old now. I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about you. I feel like I'm getting younger. I, I feel like I'm thriving. I feel like 35 <sighs> is going to be... 
my peak like of all time, right? That's 35? like 35. So at, what are you, 32? I'm 31. 31? So, so you got four years yeah. to thrive. So I got four years to get there. Hopefully that's my climax of life. Don't fail at that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but I mean, it's an exciting time in, in your 30s. You know? I heard a stat that kids that are born like around now, I think they think they're going to live to like 200. Wow. So, so our I, daughters, I don't know how serious. Our daughters are, are on track. Imagine? That'd be beautiful. That'd be what? Like, that would be. So if po- say we live to 120 each. I know we're speculating. Coach Pete. We're really. I told you I'm going at 108. Yeah. Right? So we're really only like yeah, 20. Quarter, quarter way through. Yeah. yeah. So we're young. No snooze recommendations. QVC style. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm very excited. Yeah. So before we start recording, he jingled at me. I, yeah, he looked at me. He said, what's your recommendation? I said, well, it's jingling in my pocket. So I have Siggy's Yogurt, right? And oh, the jingle, I've seen that. Yeah. So the jingle is a spoon for you. Oh, yes. Are we taste testing? <laughs> we'll do a taste test here. I got to make sure I put this in my, my um, fitness pal. Yeah. So just real quick, this is with the Crohn's disease again. I, I like I said, pizza is a thing for me, but I'm really lactose intolerant, so I should not be consuming milk products. So they have this coconut uh, plant-based yogurt that I want you to try. Mixed berry, mango, and the raspberry are my favorite. I believe I brought... Hold on. Um, while he's getting that, something that I'm trying to think about, the only food uh, a utensil that typically people don't bring with them is a spoon. A spoon. I, and I had to I've really asked think this people one before, out. like, do you have a spoon? Yeah. I had to really think this one Imagine out. Imagine pulling that out. So before we try it, this is the mixed berry, but it's got 10 grams of protein. Yeah. Right? How are the so macros? It's, Talk so to it's me. not an extreme protein level, but for yogurts, you know, it's a quick snack. Sometimes they can be extremely high in sugar. So this only has eight grams of sugar. Are there any calories? So there are calories. Oh, okay. There are. They're going to hit the zero. <laughs> no. There are 180 calories per serving, okay. but it's a non dairy product, which is huge. Great name, Big Siggy. Dream. I Googled him. He, he's great. Got a nice flow. Nice guy. Um, so definitely support them. Now, on top of this, they also have a low fat yogurt. Ooh. They have a non-fat yogurt. Ooh, right? that's, a, that's what I would jump for. Exactly. The and they could be found at Siggy's Dairy, S-I-G-G-I-S-D-A-I-R-Y on Instagram, yep. or www.siggies.com to check out a store locator. But there's more. No, there's not. There's more. They were generous enough, yes, look at the face, no. to provide a coupon for the listeners. Wow. So just click on the coupon tab on the website. You save $1 on any two Siggy products. How the hell do you know Siggy? I don't know Siggy. Oh, all right. But who knows him that he's giving us discounts? So I'm not going to lie. If you pay full price for your yogurt, you're a sucker. Right. I'm not going to lie. It's not an, it's not a, here's the kicker. It's not only a no snooze thing, but I figured it sounded really good. You know what I mean? So you click that coupon tab right on the website and they give you a dollar off. Two products. I love it. Let's try it. All right. Are you trying? First off, are you trying to sabotage my diet? Is this no. going to be like tons of carbs and stuff in it? Oh no 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 no. Oh, so you, the what carb- are the sugars? Talk to me about sugars. It, you know where this is from? Where is it based on? I it New was a, it was a New York piece. Um, York County or no, not York, York County. I know I know that. Um, the, oh, some one county in New York, but it's um, also based off of an Iceland product. Yeah. yeah see, I'm 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 knowledgeable on my I stuff. Like it. So I'm going to give Michael a taste here. Michael asked about the um, macro. So you got 180 calories per serving, uh, which is one container here. Total fat is 10 grams. Um, total carbs, only 12 grams. Okay. Right? Okay. So it's nice and low there. Eight grams of sugar and 10 Eight. grams. Yeah. Are added or 
just natural? Um, total sugar. Yeah, I mean, there's a little added sugar in there, but 10 grams of protein. Why are you trying to sabotage So it's me? a no, no. This is it's, let me get a dip. It's plant based. I don't think I've ever so, shared a yogurt with another. Man. Go ahead. <laughs> Mixed berries. It it has nice consistency, good viscosity. There you go. Volup- and again, vol- voluminous. It, it it's not as sweet as a regular milk based yogurt, right? Because it's it's, very it's good. plant based. It tastes like um. Ooh, it's uh right. Yeah, it doesn't taste like like uh, Greek yogurt is very strong. Yes, and it's got more much more flavor than Greek yogurt. Like oatmeal. And what I do at night, so, I kind of mix in some fresh strawberries, drizzle a little peanut butter on top. It's a nice little nice little snack. Again, this is not going to get you to your to your you know dietary needs for the day. You know, but just one of them. But a nice a nice little snack option that's something healthy. So you got Siggy's plant based coconut blend yogurt. Listen, I I. Siggy's all day. That was delicious. I'm I'm on a very strict diet. I'm trying to get to ten percent. Thank you. As you talk, I'm gonna crush this yogurt. What do you want me to do with the spoon? I'll take it back. Okay, here. <laughs> that was mine. CB, you got a? Oh, I just got yogurt on the mic. Um, you got a spoon, CB, or no? All so right, try I didn't later. think mine through well. So okay. I'm gonna just try it and see what we got here. Um, you know, I, I have a surprise for the folks. Uh oh. So I'm eating my uh, my yogurt. Oh wow, Mike oh, is Mike oh. is taking his. Pants off, I guess. <laughs> He's taking his pants. Oh, oh wow. Wow. So he brought the bike pants with him. I wore it under my suit. This is, which I did not forget. This is hilarious. This, for the Hold on. this is hilarious. So these are Bailey's. So Mike is roaming around the room in his padded <laughs> bike pants with a suit top this, on. I've never so he just said that he's never sat more comfortably in his life. This is some outfit here. So the, the bike pants, they're not too flattering. Wow. But they have, this is a big, big, you're not, we can't hear you. This is. Yeah, talking to the. Uh, this is the bay leaf bike pants. The padding <laughs> is phenomenal. It goes basically from the uh, mid uh, rumpus. To the front uh, rumpus area, <laughs> and rumpus. it it's one of the most comfortable. It allows me to do the Peloton mm-hmm. for low intensity, steady state cardio for upwards of an hour. But you, I did. I have to. I have to admit something. What? My nether regions went numb. I was what? on the bike so long. In what regions? My nether. Regions. Your nether regions. Yeah, so I haven't heard that. Fill it in. Nether regions. Nether. They went numb. I think I broke the microphone. They went numb because I was on the bike so long. So basically, Bay Leaf or B A L E A F uh-huh. bike pants. Uh, your equipment, literally, equipment will fail before literally, they do. Equipment. That's, That's their slogan. slogan. How much did those bad boys run? Because you, uh, you these you were just, I think thirty five, forty. Now, now steel. The stock went up, Michael. Listen, if forget Bitcoin, Bay Leaf bike pants, <laughs> yeah. padded bike pants. That's right. That's but. Very- Coupon code yet for no snows or we're working no on no coupon code. All I don't right. know if I'm a positive that I jumped on their bandwagon. I might tank the stock, <laughs> but it gives us an opportunity to short sell. Mm. Still crushing this yogurt. Just yeah. finishing time. That was literally the um, product of the year. I don't know if can you see my lower half for the the podcast? Can you? Yes. Okay. I guess I'll just rock with this till the end. <laughs> oh my god, this is t- turning into something ridiculous. That's at no snooze. This is what we do. This we document the journey of our ridiculousness. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy it. I think this isn't a bad look. If this became no, like solid. the standard. Yep. So after um, forty minutes of ramble, well, I got stuff on <laughs> we will do a. Hold on. Let me just put this yogurt down. Talk yep. to the people. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. 
we're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, so we are going to end it with uh, decision making. Decision making, as in this was a difficult decision to make to pull this off. <laughs> yes, yes, very nice with the shoes now. Um, I got so schmutz on this one. Decision making, being a decisive person in life is a key leadership skill. I see it now in my industry. I know you see it in yours, especially in in real estate. Right, you you need to learn how to become decisive. Now, things we'll talk about today are the process of decision making, kind of what we go through, but then also. There's a separator now when it comes to making difficult decisions, right? It's two different things. Like I've built systems in my life, like I said before, to where 80 to 85% of the decisions, they're already made before I'm before I'm there. Mm-hmm. So what time am I going to wake up tomorrow? I already know it's 4.45. Unless something happens, you know, with the baby and that throws me off. But for the most part, I'm, it's 4.45 wake up. What am I wearing? Whether it's my suit or my, you know, business attire, it's already picked out. Gym bag is packed. What am I eating for lunch? My meals are already done. What am I having for dinner? I'm taking either salmon or steak out of the freezer. Um, So I've built systems in place in my life to where I'm practicing that as a habit. Hmm. So then when I do become, um, I guess, engulfed in difficult decision making, I've already built the confidence to where I have a system in place to do it. I do believe, I don't know if you'll agree with this, I believe the most of your decisions in life, like I'm talking about the small ones, so again, 80 to 85%, they should be made quickly, confidently, um, with no return. And once you make the decision, right, like where are you going to get gas, you know that you're either going to get it before you get to the place or after. That's a small decision that I'm talking about where if we practice these little things in life, I think we're more likely to set up for success when it comes to the big difficult decisions you like put that. you put things in place that you don't go back on you make the decision it could be a wrong decision sometimes but that becomes a learning experience and you don't make the same mistake twice i like it right do you find yourself straying from these decisions throughout the day and is there a reason that you stray if you do yes but for the most part again it's the decision making comes first i make the decision Right. Then from there, it is the certainty piece. And then I take the action. So decision, certainty, action. Now, once I make the decision, now, if the certainty doesn't go there because something else throws me off, like a baby screaming at two o'clock in the morning that I'm up for an hour. Now I have to readjust. And at that time, I make another decision. Do you find that there is a, a snowball effect of bad decisions throughout the day? Not big things, but small things. So. I, I've learned, especially with the baby now, and by the way, I mean, this is so funny now because we're coming up on eight and eight months and nine months of the babies, um, and we thought that was hard, like the first eight months. Like Now it's actually getting hard, yeah. so commend, <laughs> I commend all the parents, but what I have learned now just through, through this short experience is that I can control the snowball effect hmm. by making the decision when the first snowball happens. You could be the right? heater. Exactly. So I don't have to, like, if, if I have to skip a day of working out... I don't let that affect the snowball. That's a decision that I'm making. I'm in control to say, you know what? I'm not going to work out today, and it's okay. Uh, it's well said. 
you know, I would let a cheat meal turn to a cheat day, yep. which would turn to a cheat weekend. There you go. Uh, which I'm not allowing now. There you because go. Because we're, we're getting towards that. Yep. Uh, it's interesting because whenever we throw out a topic, you tend to go on the very uh, literal shorter term ones, yep. right? Your day-to-day decision make where my intent was big decisions. Yes. Right? Which I think both are disciplines that need to be learned. But I think there's different muscles. Well, I was going to say right? that, like, that's, that's the different... other part. That's the other part. But yeah, I'm yeah. talking first. I believe to get to that level of making big decisions, we have to be conscious that everything that we do, we made a decision, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we made a decision to record at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was the decision that got made. We stick yeah. to that unless something happens. We don't allow the trajectory of other things that we can't control affect us moving forward. Yeah. Um, I'll speak on some habit piece and then we'll get to the, yeah, my, piece. um, the, my whole thing with decisions is that like, you need to give yourself enough time to see if the deci- decision was correct, but not being stubborn where you won't back down on a decision. Yes. So you can pivot. Yes. You know, people use the word pivot, but it basically means changing your decision. Right. You know, yep. pivot's like a sexy marketing word for it. It is pretty sexy. Yeah. Pivot. But there's so many things that I've realized that like, oh, I said I wasn't going to do this. And then you're like probably should start probably should eating this. this yeah like i probably should start eating food again <laughs> the thousand calorie kid yeah <laughs> that was good um pros and cons list now now so now shifting to business right i always I, this is something that i do do when it comes to making big decisions pros and cons pros and cons um it's very literal and kind of foo-foo as some would say but it makes sense when you physically write down like cv was making a big decision in his life and i remember i told him specifically you need to literally list out all of the pros and all of the cons because what that does is it forces you to think everything through mm-hmm. right then i also begin to look at the regret of not making a decision and the consequences of making the wrong decision or the consequences of not making a decision like bitcoin for me right right now like i would have to evaluate the regret factor of me not making a decision or the consequence of me taking $10,000 and investing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So those are things when I'm making a personal big decision, a big investment in my life, whether it it was in real estate at the time. Like, when we made that that jump a couple years back, um, you know, and I remember you were involved in it from the the beginning with the investment property. Like, even though it was 3.5% down, like it's a lot of money down for oh, the absolutely. first time, you know, and at, for twenty five for a twenty five year old time, it's a lot of money. Down. But to to make a decision like that, I literally had to talk myself through the regret of not doing this or being so young. And you know what? Yeah, I I mean, what could happen with this consequence of making the wrong decision? So it's interesting. You you kind of come from it from like a a worst case scenario approach, defensive, not having the regret. Where when I look at it, something like that, I'm like, what's the upside? What's the upside? But that's the pro versus the cons. But I don't even like the cons. You don't like I the cons? Look at, I look at the cons, and yep. I'm like, what's the negative? All right, well, I'm, I'm locked in this, this, and that. But I think I let the upside pull me through to I the could, decision. I could see that. And I think that's an, I think that's an asset of yours. But for me, I There's have There's no to, right way. No, but I, I also have to be logical. No, I'm with, logical. No, you're, I'm logic, talking about So, in, for example, right, with a house, yep. I'm like, okay, like our house when we bought it. I'm like, all right, well, it's a lot of money. I could, we could overextend ourselves and not be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Worst case scenario, like you're saying, move back in with my parents or I get an apartment we get foreclosed on. Right? Pretty tough scenario. Okay. But then <laughs> Pretty bad. I end with, it, not, not the end of the world, yep. right? You, you tried, you failed. Yep. Best case scenario, we get a property for a price that it's not, doesn't often come around mm-hmm. in our town. 
long term, it could be the first invest property of many. Yep. Uh, we could be setting ourselves up to get to the next property shortly. We move out of our apartment. You know, we can start our family, potentially get married. So then, like, when the the narrative of what we want starts to fall into place and the outlook becomes a little more clear, I'm yes. able to make a more confident decision. Yes. Because I'm like, I've thought out the next five steps. Mm -hmm. And by making this one chest move, and you it do opens that. a whole board. You do that well. What I meant for me in my life in terms of logic, the reality of our careers, or you can go sell a $10 million home tomorrow. Right, unlikely. or you, or you yes. can no, but yeah, yeah. or it's not unlikely. Or you can sell a yeah. hundred thousand dollar co op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas me, I have so y your commission base is, I mean, it's it's un. Um, but, but I but you I have no number. But right? I challenge that because like we, I didn't use like I didn't at that time didn't have much money from commission. Yes. So it was still a, a decision made with very limited income, which I think everyone can make. But if it's if it fits into your if you fits into your lifestyle design, mm -hmm. I think by jumping off the cliff and putting yourself in the position, you'll figure it out. Some and be will better for it. Some I think will. You will. will. I think most will. Some people will. But a flop. lot of people never even take that step, and yes. I think that is a problem because once you're in it and you're forced to learn on mm -hmm. how to make it work, you figure it out. Right. But I think a lot of people don't even take the first step. I agree with you, but at the same time, I will say for my career, right? Like I have a fixed salary. My wife has a fixed salary. Whereas you will be more motivated if you if you dive into something large like that, you'll be more motivated to go sell that $10 million home, whereas I may not be able to do that as quickly. But I'll challenge you on that. There is unlimited ways to make money now. Of course. If worst case scenario, you don't tell me you'd start like driving for Uber if you needed to? No, I'd probably caddy before I did that. Exactly. So but, you, you know example, what I mean? Because right? that, that, was, that was quick money always. But in that's the what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, yeah. even anyone, yeah. when you're put in the position, it forces you. And honestly, if I was in a bind, I mean, I'd really, you know, borrow against my retirement or. Yeah, there's you know, ways. Pull, there's yeah, of course, so my, of course. My whole thing is like, I want to put myself in some type of financial stress, not yeah. overextend where I like can't function, but enough where I have to be forced to recalibrate and figure out another revenue so it's, i i just like to be i don't like being uh too comfortable mm -hmm. yep no understood with decisions yes and to that piece i will say the timeline the t that we spoke about the t right? the most so I important think, t? i think a, the timeline is important when you are faced with a tough decision whether it's in a relationship whether it's in your business your fitness whatever it is like you have to set a timeline because what the timeline will do will allow you to like break things down and understand you know the the reality the pros the cons the consequences the regret do you put do you uh, practice giving yourself self-imposed timelines self input yeah i put timelines on myself all the time right? absolutely i think that's important 100%. i think a lot of people don't do that 100 percent. i don't know what the pareto is basically like is a pareto it's like your task will expand to the the amount of time you give it no that's I, the 80 20 i don't i don't know whoever um, we'll figure it out but yeah. basically the saying the proverb or proverb yep. is like whatever you give yourself that's what you'll expand your work to here's another thing that i do and it's basically looking at um well if you have a decision it's either one thing or the other I look at the other thing, which would be the third option. third option. Look at the third option because, like, even with Bitcoin right now, right? Like, what I'm going to do right now, even if I'm not going to, dude, if you don't what? invest, and then Karina, I'm going to get a call from Karina. No, 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 no. But so the the decision is to invest in Bitcoin or not, right? <laughs> okay. But for the time being, what I'm going to do is Learn. take an no, take an extra three percent and go put it towards my current investments. Yeah, yeah. So at least while I'm now trying to decide on the Bitcoin or something, You're I just looked active. at at a third option, right? Like the way that. 
uh, my my investments are set up. I is, like that. Get it's, creative. It's biweekly investments, right? So I take a number biweekly and I put it there. So for the time that I'm deciding, right, I'm looking at the third option and I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to up my my deferred comp three percent. Because you're so disciplined, I think you're going to do very well long term in the market. Because that is the hardest thing is for people to just to do that. And that's like the one thing that people can't do. Yep. I struggle with that. No, it's just doing the same amount because yes. I get either over in, overly enthused yep. or I, I like hold off for a little bit yep. versus just doing the dollar cost averaging. A personal belief of mine is I think everybody should always invest at least 10% of their income on things that they want to invest in, right? On on potential to make money. Whether it's it could be Bitcoin, it could be your Peloton stock, it yeah. could be your portfolio, it could be your real estate, or it could just be putting something aside. Well I think there's different phases, right? I think there's like the figuring it out phase, try to create some income sources phase, whatever that is. Then I think there's like I have some cash, what do I do with it phase? And then there's like the protection of your wealth phase. Mm -hmm. So I think we're both like we have yeah. a little bit of cash. What do we yep. do with it? Phase. Yeah, but um, but it, it takes a little while I think to get there because to make like if you put a thousand dollars in the market, mm -hmm. you're not going to make generational wealth with a thousand dollars. Of course. I mean, typically. So, but you can take a thousand dollars and put it back into your business or whatever you're doing, and that could be a big. But say your paycheck was twenty five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars for w whatever the paycheck yeah, yeah, would be. I, but if you did ten percent of that. Every single too slow. No, no, no. Every single week, and you were investing in something while you wanted to figure out what it is that you want to invest in yeah, for yeah. the big play. Whether yeah. it's just this could be a yeah. savings account. You know what I know? Oh, savings account. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people do don't that. even save their money. They don't save money. They they put things into investments too quickly without proper knowledge. That's something that I'll never do. See, I think saving money is fine. I just think you make no money on saving money. I, I mean, re realistically, saving money and losing a little bit with inflation or whatever is better than losing all of it. Yes. So there's correct. like to some extent it's important. I don't yep. know. I think people need to figure out their own stuff. But if I could go back, I would learn way more. about. I mean, my major was finance in college, but way before then I would have learned more about personal finance. Yes. Agreed. Because that's uh, everything. A hundred percent. Even life insurance. Like we just took out a. Yeah. I mean, this, this is everything. something that and I know Matt is involved in that. My Piro, my dad is involved mm -hmm. in life insurance. That was something I had to become so well immersed in my head before I took out a large policy see, I, of not only term, but whole life. See, what I do is I, I understand it to an extent, and then I, I try to trust who I'm working with yep. to be the expert, yep. which you're going to get burned at some point. But if my thought is like if I can keep the people that I trust around me yep. to be confidants in that stuff, I'm going to learn just enough. And then defer to some expertise if needed. Yep. So, uh, but I agree with this. That and this is not a. But specific, that's an asset, right? Because oh, absolutely. Because you can borrow against that, you borrow against, that, that uh, against your whole life. Yeah. That's you know. What I, yeah. Yes. Your yeah. your term, which is one. I, again, but you need to we're talking to more <laughs> more uh, finance stuff. But this is stuff that Mike and I are both in invested Finance in and, and, and involved back. in. Um, but it's true. Every single one of us that are in our, you know, whether you're 22 years old or you're 32 years old or 42 or even 52 now, you need to get yourself some life insurance. Whether it's term, that should be automatic. Term yeah. is something that is, you know, you invest in it over the course of 20 years and then after 20 years it goes away but at least in an emergency situation if you have that life insurance whoever your heirs are could at least reap some benefits to that yeah. something that you know i wish i got i got involved pretty pretty early but something that i'm telling my brother and my dad's telling my brother right now my sister no they're getting involved now yeah yeah you know it's just well, it's, it's just an opportunity it's an younger. opportunity to to 
set yourselves up and your families up for something. So what I think you're doing, and I, I'm sure it's probably a part of your thought, is like it's a long-term, like everything you're doing is long-term. Correct. And you're assuming that you never have to sell any of this stuff, right? You're yep. just using it as assets. Yeah, and I could sell if I want to sell, but like what, my investment property, right? You don't make, I don't really make a dollar on it for now, but everything is principal, principal, principal. So I pay it off quicker, and then I sit back and- you See, know, there's another phase, and I got to get you this book, where- there's another phase where we're going to be good at moving debt around. Yep. Because once you have these assets, you have basically these like little savings accounts. Yes. And little uh, trees that you can trim and Ooh. pull some flowers out of. Okay. And then replant in other areas. I love that. And that's how like the really wealthy, like when they have a commercial property, for yep. example, and they, uh, you know, they they get the tenant base out, they input new tenants, and the value of that property because the income goes up, the value of the property goes up, and you're generating income quickly. And then you're able to take out that that net difference that you just made out of thin air mm -hmm. because you replaced the tenants. Beautiful. You know, you take that income and you take that and you bring that into another property or something like that. You're basically creating, you know, to make three hundred thousand dollars in the yep. stock market is difficult in mm -hmm. any mar in anything. Yep. But to make it in real estate, if you have the right, uh, you know, knowledge and ability, that's very replicatable. Absolutely. Right. And then it becomes bigger and bigger things. So. I'm excited for the chess when you're you're in. Tr it's going to be stressful because then it's like, how do we not lose this? Yeah. But when you have more uh, pieces on the chessboard, you have a lot more games you can play, right? So we're right now we're like we're trying to get our chessboard set. Mm -hmm. So then when we get to a level, we can be all right. Without much risk, we can do these moves, right? Right now we're like yeah, it's a little risk, risk, yeah, right? Yeah. Because we we have a young family. Yep. You know we have a lot going on right now. We're like it's harder. But I think once you get it past a certain point, it gets even easier because it's a percentage-wise, it's like nothing. I'm excited for the first big no snooze investment. Well, we big <laughs> no snooze investment, yeah. yeah. See, we bought this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, some rules for the decisions. Yes. Right. And these are things that I jotted down, um, but it's something that you know now it, it, I constantly think of, especially um, whether it's a financial decision, something at work, something with the family. Never make the final decision under stress. Mm, ever, one. ever, ever, ever. I A flaw of mine for a long time was making quick decisions, like taking the habit piece that I was talking about on small decisions and applying it to big decisions and just automatically just kind of regurgitating and say yes or no. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I always do now is not focusing on the pressure of the decision, right, and never making the decision without consulting with – you know, my wife, if it is something that's for an investment property, a problem of mine too, I was investing in things and I wasn't telling her. Um, she came to me very quickly like, this is not just your yeah, transparency, your money. You know, you need to you need to be conscious of letting me know. So it's a great out for anybody who's married. Yep. If there's a tough decision that's placed in front of you, you know, I have to discuss it with my wife, my family, and we'll get back to you on something. Yep. And I think Dana and I have done pretty well with that prior to me buying our house before we were engaged, but that was before we were engaged. <laughs> yep, there you go. Um, but yeah, that's a good point too. Um, this is uh, something that I do, and I actually create a different s type of space uh, for myself physically, right? Um, at work, I actually walk outside if it's something that I need to really deliberate, mm -hmm. and I have to eliminate distractions. And it's an extreme focus on just the scenarios that are in front of me. I like it. Again, I didn't do this for a long time, but now I'm at the point in my career to where decisions are coming to me left and right. Yeah. And I never want to make a decision 
that I'm not fully focused and engaged in that moment. So I have to physically change my space and walk around, walk outside, get some, you know, the birds in the air, and then just focus. Uh, when the body moves, the mind grooves. Ooh. Have you heard that one? This is Jim your, Quick. Your mantra? No. Jimmy Quickie. Jim Quick. Uh, quick brain. Uh, quick brain. So right? something that I used to do that I fell out of, but I had another angle. I used to think in the shower would yep. be like my Beautiful. angle. Um, but then I realized my best decisions, business, life-wise, happen in the gym. But I haven't been in the gym for so long. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm back, sometimes before I start listening to music or podcasts, I'll like be sitting there starting to lift and not listen to anything yet. And then the be- or even if I'm listening to things and uh, music, my best ideas come when I'm working out. Beautiful. No, and it could and that, be the pre-workout. Well, that's something I had always. Caffeine. I had. I was always a big proponent of that. Is yeah. you're you're so creative because something yeah. happens in the brain when you're physically moving. Yeah. So great point there. Um, one thing I know you do for sure. I do it as well. It's the vision, right? Like clear vision of what it is that you want, mm-hmm. whether it's business or anything. What in a perfect world? What is the decision that you would want? Like, what is the outcome? I'm sorry. What is the outcome, right? The full-blown vision. Now, you dissect the vision, and you say, well, if I make this, how close am I to the outcome that I want? Yeah. If I make this decision, how close am I to the outcome that I want? Always ask yourself, what vision do I have for this decision? Yeah. Right? Like, before one. you make the decision. You, you need to – you need you that need needs to, to be it. a you process. Need to play it out. You have to. And you have to really – like you do, like you, you have painted the picture of your vision – so clearly on on even the podcast right like that ultimate goal of the kids playing around and the you know whether it's the bakery the deli the property owning like you now know that that vision is what you want so the decisions that you make in business ultimately come down to that play yeah either you're moving towards them or you're you're not right like and and i think it's okay to have you know multiple visions per se right the vision is different than the why but the vision itself is so important and i think it's so overlooked underlooked and it needs to be overlooked yeah well it's uh, it's either people are pitching you on their vision or you're you're getting pitched on people's vision correct right so it's like and um you can mold visions together like when people come together like a team i think that's important where you're figuring out because we you can make a scenario that achieves for everyone what Mm -hmm. they want you know yep um something that you were talking about that i was thinking about is that the speed of decision has been what has been holding me back so far and just in this past past month, the pace of the market has uh, has sped up again. So I've been really working on getting quick decisions and not worrying. Like, you know, in the past, I would labor over a number for a listing. Mm-hmm. Where now I'm like, all right, I know it's in this ballpark. I tell my client, listen, I think I'm pretty confident in this number. If we don't get the feedback we want in two weeks, we'll discuss and revisit. But I think it's important we hit the market uh, and see and get feedback because. As much as we can pontificate on what it's going to be worth, yep. it's what, what the market says, right? Right. And then once you make that decision, putting your head down, and no matter what that number is, you're doing the same things uh, and you know, pushing it as if you are a million percent confident that is the number that's going to get it done. Correct. So it's like the mindset shift of being like hesitant. Now, when you build a certain amount of confidence in your ability, personal, professional, whatever it is, you're able to just kind of say, listen, this is what my gut's telling me and my research. I'm not going to keep going over it. I know what I did, and I know I'm confident enough to make the decision that's run with it. Beautiful. Where in the past I would be like, eh, oh, yeah. Eh. No, nope. well, well said. And to that piece of you know, the gut, 
Um, one, I think the gut does play a big role in it. You know, that feeling that you physically get. Like, for me, that I don't sense. know. It, it, it's definitely an instinct thing, but I know. Like, not all the time, but I for the majority of times, I get this feeling. Even when I'm making the wrong decision, I feel it. Like, no, this is actually the wrong decision that I'm making, but then I'm too stubborn, and I'll still make the wrong decision until I end up, you know, yeah. proving myself wrong or whatever. But I'm also guided, and this is a little personal, but I'm guided by faith nowadays, um, whereas I, I lean on... You know, just knowing that even if I do make a bad decision, the question becomes, what can I learn from this process? And it only becomes a problem if I make the same mistake again. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've come to the conclusion that I can make I can make a bad decision, you know, and I can make a mistake. But what am I learning from that process? And ultimately, I believe that it's a learning lesson from my higher power. Right. Again, a little spiritual there, but it's the truth. You know, I, I've had certain things in my life that have happened to me that have proven to me that there is somebody much higher than me that is guiding my life so i just have to play into that a little bit more and it's tough because i'm so damn stubborn yeah but yeah, i feel like at some level you have to be stubborn to like pu- push through decisions you have yes to be at yes some level. I, I agree um something that i've cooled off on but i still do is i do with the right lens is that i have conversations with people um and depending on who they are is how much i take it into account mm-hmm. and if they bring up a valid point i'll really think about the point yes but if they say oh don't do that like it's stupid but no mm-hmm. reasoning i just kind of dismiss it mm-hmm. because i look back at a lot of conversations i've had and if i listen to everyone what they thought no one's going to have the expectations you have of yourself so they're going to look at you in a different frame correct and and consult you and advise you differently than what you would do for yourself so I think ultimately your decisions are up to you and your closest inner circle. But even then, you're when it's so crystal clear, you have to see it through if you've really thought about it and you're ready to go. And don't let someone saying, I don't think that's a good move because everyone else has motives mm-hmm. and they, they factor in their motives into their, their advice. So I've almost been caught a couple times when I've consulted people about big life decisions. Yep. And they're like, ah, it doesn't make sense. Would you do this? Why would you do that? But everything I've decided, I'm so happy I did. And it's not that you prove them wrong, but they, they just didn't have all of the uh, the tools to make a good advisory decision. Beautiful. And you know? that's into my last piece of resources. You I've know, been it, reading your thing. No, <laughs> no, no, it's 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 um it's spot on though, because you have to be in control of making that decision, but at the same time, you do need to rely on the resources that are out there. Yeah. So if you yeah. are in, in a business with people, right, I, we need to rely on one another as we do. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we have to be knowledgeable that other people don't have the same vision as us. Yes. You know, we have to rely on our experiences. That goes to resources. You have to rely on some of the some of the experts, right? And that it's hard for me because I believe that I'm like the expert of my life mm-hmm. right? which you I, are i mean i, I am but anyone knows your life better than you i am but at the same time if i'm going to invest in real estate like i should probably go talk to you and you get your opinion ivory, on you can it have advisory boards yeah, correct that and that's part of the of. resources and now you know youtube but as if well I tell you listen i don't think that's like the right move mm-hmm. but you're like well in my head this is the only move i can do because i need to do this to get to here to get to here yep then you still need to make the decision but you can take everyone's advice into account yes with weight Yep. Because sometimes when people just listen to people, they don't get anything done. A hundred percent. And also learning from other people's experiences. Like listen, yeah. cl- if you listen closely to your friend's group, yeah, yeah. like somebody has probably been through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that you have to take, you could take it with a grain of salt, but it's just good to hear, you know, what, what has gone on for other people. But again, at the same time, there are a lot of people that, you know, they, they're comfortable in their own lives and people always want to see 
others doing good, but never better than them, right? It's a it's a competitive to thing, an like, extent, though. to an to an extent. But uh, like, I know people who have made it big. Happy for them, but I I mean I'd be lying if I said you know what I'm not a little well jelly. Yeah, you know but what that, I mean. But it, but not in a bad way. Like yeah. I'll use it as motivation and be like, yeah. damn, if they could do it, I could do it. So it's a fr- I try to use it as a friendly competition. Whereas some people though they yeah. cripple themselves. Well, something that I I think about a lot lately is that that feeling of like the jealousy thing. Some it's fine because mm-hmm. everyone has it just naturally. Yep. But you have to like if you start basing your decisions. Oh on no, that's that, terrible. It's problem. That's ridiculous. Because then you adjust your game plan. Yep. Whereas like in this current snapshot, yes, perception is they are farther along the process. But let's see twenty years down the road. Right. Exactly. What are you doing well, now? That health, could be, all yeah. that. Like, it's not to say that you want their life to crumble, but everyone's got their own race they're running, and they have different advantages, disadvantages. So you can't really measure yourself up to anyone else. Yes. Unless, like, you're both literally living the exact same life. Like, if you have a twin, you know, it's got to be. It's kind of like me and you, right? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, we, uh, but that's what I love about you and I is that we live completely like opposite lives with with a lot of the same shared values, a lot of the same core beliefs, a lot of the same visions per se. But our day to days are just so different because of our industries, our families are different. But it's a great dynamic to have somebody else. And, and CV has his process, yeah. you know, but you, you can feed off of each other. Whereas a lot of times I see even in our internal organizations that just people aren't on the same page. You know how I think of it too. I'm like, well, Gary Vee says it all the time. He's like, build the biggest building by just building a building. Don't mm-hmm. try to tear other people's buildings down to get Correct. the biggest. But the other thing is like, I ask people this all the time: if you were super rich and you were super successful, great family, this and that, but none of your friends were, what fun is it? Yeah. Right. Do you want to be the one paying for everything? I fucking don't. Yeah. So it I mean, incentivizes money you to be like, help <laughs> everyone because in a perfect world, you're all at the dinner table. Yep. Right. And you're fighting over the bill, hopefully. Yeah. Not just the person paying the bill. <laughs> Whereas now I'm Which just like, fine. here you go, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I pass it. I'm like, all right, let's dine and ditch. Um, can we use the tell Mike's that you left? But it's some interest because people don't think that way. They're like, because they're so like short sighted. But at the end of the day, if you do very well, but no one else can take off from work and go yep. travel to Italy with you or wherever. What fun is it going to be? Correct. It's going to be boring. Correct. Right? What are you going to do? Make new friends? No one wants that. No one wants no that. Especially new once you're like, oh, you're doing well. Then yep. you're like, all right, I'm guessing I'm going to be. You know what with. sucks about the no new friends technique? And then we'll move to my favorite You section. can get new friends. You can get new friends. No, no. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a term that's, you know, but taken out of context. It's when your friends that you grew up with are there with you. Yeah, correct. Because a lot I of was... people say ditch like who you're with because they have different values. I don't believe that. Correct. But where I was going, we see it all the time. You have people who are so close to you that will be there when you are extremely successful. And they deserve to be there because they've been there the entire time. But sometimes those are the ones that are laughing at you. Well, those are <laughs> the real okay. ones anyway. I, so. I, I mean, sometimes they're the real ones. They just don't understand it, which is fun. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it happens. It, it definitely happens. Um, I, I, just, I, I also think, like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day... If I'm getting to where I'm going and people just like laugh, whatever. Who can, like yeah, you've always been good at they're that. They're gonna be, but like I have this vision of being like I'm sensitive. Sally I'm gonna be here. hanging at my house, be like very happy <laughs> and fulfilled doing my thing. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna be talking shit somewhere else. Exactly. Miserable. Yeah. So I'm like, who cares? But honestly, Anything that should make you smile thinking about that. Correct. Um, but you, you've you've always been solid with that. And honestly, I I've gotten to a point that I genuinely want to see everybody 
not only on I don't want to see everybody. No, some not I, I was just going to say not some only not only on my team, but those who are working hard yeah, yeah, yeah. in their lives. Yeah. And hard is a, an extremely the right way, tough though. tough term. Scumbags. I was going to say there's some scumbags. Hard and the way that still challenges them, the people who are vulnerable to get to where they're going. I want all of those people to win. Everyone else kick rocks. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> don't care if anyone else does. I hope they do. But I, I, you just got to be like tunnel yep. vision. Um, um, this was obviously your team, but this was this was good. This was a fun one. Just being uh, conscious of time and very selfishly, as always, this will bring us to my favorite section: Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing, and the worst thing you can do is nothing. Mm. Uncle Teddy, Theodore Roosevelt. Uncle Teddy, you just uh-huh. said his name twice. <laughs> no, but just one. so people know who Uncle Teddy is. I, we you know never know who Uncle Teddy is. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on, let's not. You know. So I forgot to write down who the person is who said this, and I want to give them their day. It was an odd name, no? It was a very odd name. I, did, I don't I th- think I pick I didn't know. who says it. By the way, can you, wait, go back. Can you just look at how big my triceps were? Isn't that? Dude. Just look how big. Hold on. Is this even in? Oh, wait, it's not even there. Oh, yeah, it didn't even upload. It didn't load. Ah. Oh. I got to listen. I was sending around a bicep pic to a couple people just to give them a little preview of the unveiling. Oh. I don't know if it's the lighting in my living room, but I look good. <laughs> that's um, a good that's a good mantra. That's good. good. No, I well, what did you say the, the first part? Yes. Yeah, I don't no, know if it's the lighting in the, the room. room. I'll bring you to the spot. That's awesome. And we'll take our our photos there. Um <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this name, but we're going to go with it. So for Miguelito's Mantras. Ito, Ito, Ito. Sponsored by El Chilito, uh, Carlos. <laughs> um, you can't ignore reality. You can ignore reality, but you cannot ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. I love that That's one. That's a good one. That is. Think about that one. That is good. As always, my brother, it's a pleasure. Don't leave me hanging here on the fist bump. Still COVID, though. Was so. that a rolly? Stay over there. <laughs> Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. I got to get out of these pants. They're killing That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.